Hi, everyone. Welcome to Samaria's Harem. This is episode 42. Wow. I am Samaria Varin Gill, and this is my podcast, Samaria's Harem, where we talk about taboos, taboos in the space of energy healing, spirituality, love, relationships, sex, and all this other stuff that we really should be talking about a lot more that we do not talk about enough. I'm so grateful if you've held it with me from my first podcast until now. This has been such a journey. And on the note of journey, today I have an amazing practitioner, healing practitioner, Katarina Antushova, someone I met on my own journey of healing, on my journey of healing to others where she walked into my life. And uh, we've been in touch since then. And I actually haven't spoken to her for a while. So today is a catch up between the two of us, as well as on her work to date. So I'm so excited for this conversation today, Katerina. Katerina is an accredited journey practitioner. Now, what is that? Please listen to the amazing Katerina. How are you doing today, Katerina? Hi, Varin. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I'm I'm good. I'm excited about this conversation. We had our intro chat just now where I was already getting excited. And I, I mentioned to you, I just heard um, an amazing podcast on the journey with Brandon Bays as well. So um, it's, it's to me, her, her journey itself is remarkable. Like it's, it's so magical and how people are drawn to her work and how it transforms them in itself is, is such a beautiful journey. So I'm so excited to speak to you, actually. I think you're the, the only journey practitioner that I know. So, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, excited. Yeah. How, how did you discover the journey? What is the journey? What is the journey? Let's start with that. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I was initially introduced to the journey in 2016 when I discovered Brandon's amazing book and experienced my first journey process. But it all started with my mom. Uh, she had uh, her back surgery and um, things didn't go right um, uh, actually, she ended up um, even worse, um, facing a lot of pain. She was on uh, a very strong medication uh, for a couple of months, and we were, were desperate. We were looking for something, um, maybe something holistic, holistic approach to help her because another surgery wasn't an option. And at that time, I um, I had no idea that um, I will need any healing or that uh, something is wrong and and. You know, um, I wasn't looking for any method or any 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 healing myself. Yet, when I read Brandon's book, uh, she wrote a book that called The Journey, and um, she described her story, and then also the journey process is properly described. That I understood that um, it was actually um, a calling for me, and I wanted to try it first before we put our mom through that. Uh, so. I volunteer from all my uh, siblings that I will go and see um, a journey practitioner and I will try it out. And uh, of course, the universe will always arrange things for you when it's needed. Uh, I emailed a um, journey practitioner in Malaysia. At that time, we had one journey practitioner in Malaysia and uh, she was not really practicing. She was a dentist and she would just do it occasionally if someone would ask her to help. And uh, yeah. And what was funny that she lived in the same condominium as me. 
same place. Actually, oh wow! I could see <laughs> my kitchen window from my kitchen window, and uh, that was that was like a confirmation for me that um, yes, that that's the right thing. So I went for my first journey process, and it was so profound that um, instantly I knew that uh, that's something I want to do because uh, it was just it was just too powerful. So I went through my journey healing, and then of course my mom she healed and you know completely healed from her back issues, and then my sisters and many other family members. So that's how I started. A little I knew that uh, it was maybe even more for for me to heal than for my mom because at that time I was I told that I'm quite happy I had two little kids and I always wanted children it was something it was practically the most important thing for me uh, to have and um, even though everything was there I could always feel certain certain frustration and anger and I couldn't understand why is it there so only when I went for my first journey session I could understand that um, where is it coming from and why why I feel that way even though nothing was missing in my life at that time so that was the beginning and uh, maybe I should tell you more about the journey process itself what what, what is it and why is it so powerful as yes as Brandon discovered while going through her own healing it's um journey process is a guided introspection you go back in your memories in your traumas and it's um it's it's for you to understand where it's all started okay it will reveal the root causes and access deeply buried cell memories and it's all guided by your body wisdom so you will uncover the memories related to your issue access and release the emotions thought in your body and then gently guide it through a forgiveness process which allows cellular healing to to take place so it's not only for people with emotional issues it's also for people facing some physical issues and it's definitely for those who want to clear out the pain of the past and free themselves from from the bondage of suffering and also experience deep healing so they can find peace and, and freedom within. And that's how it was for me. Um, I was I was an unwanted child and it wasn't a secret in our family. My sister was dying when my mom was pregnant with me. And um, I grew up, um, you know, understand, understanding that uh, she was not able to be there for me as I needed her. And um, she was really not there for me. Okay, my whole childhood, I missed my mom being there, loving me. I um, I grew up somehow, you know, with my father being there for me more than my mom. And uh, when I had my first journey process, um, I went back to a certain memory. I was three years old, and I could see myself sitting on the floor in our parents' house. And that anger I always felt I couldn't understand was there. I just couldn't understand why she doesn't want me. Because as an adult, I forgave her for being certain way. And I could understand it. She didn't know any better. She couldn't, she couldn't do anything else because she was in her own pain at that time. But this little girl, this three-year-old Katarina, 
she still remember that she was born as this beautiful shining diamond, right? And I didn't see that anything could be wrong with me yet. My own mom wouldn't love me. So uh, when I access that memory and I access that pain, that frustration and that anger, I knew that it's all standing on that. And I was able to, of course, forgive her and release all these emotions. Actually, my first journey process was long, uh, three hours long. It was, it was crazy. Wow. That anger, it's so, it was so much anger I, I kept inside and um, I had to release. So luckily, my practitioner could recognize that and she was encouraging me to, you know, let go and feel it, feel it fully. So journey process is also about feeling your emotions. Many times we just, um, you know, get distracted or get purposely, purposely run away from our emotions and it all gets stored in our body, in our cells, and it will cause us, of course, illness and emotions and, and all that later on in our life. And uh, it's all connected with our past. That's... Um, that was my understanding and slowly I would, you know, clear other issues. And when I had my mom in a journey process, like maybe seven times, I was like, oh my God, what else I have to forgive you for? It's, it's like enough, but there was so much pain. And I realized that healing, uh, healing all this from my childhood, um, I was healing uh, whatever was happening in my marriage at that time. Um, Actually, my, my ex-husband made me feel exactly the same way as my mom made me. And I understood that he is here for me to be aware of that pain and make it so significant that I would really wow. go back and pay attention to what happened to me last time and where is it all coming from. That is deep. Yeah, it, it was. It was At that time, it was really um, it was very... Um, strong very powerful for me and um and that was just the beginning as as much as i thought that i have it all covered and i understand who i am and i love myself it was really just uh, nothing it was just a beginning when i compare it with you know what i know now and how i see myself now how i love myself now yeah thank you katarina that that is a real journey. That's a journey off the journey to the journey. Incredible. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? It's and like, it feels like it happened so long ago, actually, Varen. But mm -hmm. now, how did you know? I don't really go back to, to all that, but yeah. it's, it's nice to remember. How it all started. I, I so agree. I so agree. I mean, I, I like like you, I used to be a very confused, very angry person and excessively driven. I didn't understand why I was so excessively driven. And it was all rooted in the need to be seen as a child, in the need to be seen by my own parents. You know, just those words, I am proud of you just as you are. So um, having changed to this lifestyle right because you know Asian parents you've got to be a doctor or a lawyer or you know I was a CFO I needed to be all of that but underlying all of it was just the need to be seen so that that career was sitting on a wound massive wound um, that I I had developed when I was a child I was I was so so um, in denial of who I really was and 
there was so much anger towards myself for not following the love that I was. And and everything that you said resonated so, so powerfully. And I know it will with all my listeners as well. So thank you for that very, very deep share. And you're right. When you look back, you're like, you're like, that wasn't me. That was absolutely. You don't look Yes, and it not not just that pain. It uh, it actually forms you to who you are. Like my whole childhood, and when I was a teenager or even a young adult, I was behaving um, from all this pain and my unhealthy, disempowering beliefs, because I believe that my own mom didn't love me. Right? If your own mom love you who else could and I had beautiful people coming and loving me truly but I would never believe them that they are genuine and that that they really love me and I would just be a people pleaser because I would look for that love everywhere right I was my grandma's favorite godmother's favorite my father's favorite no matter who else everyone's favorite practically but yet I was longing for mom's love and people come and love me and I would still not believe them. So all these beliefs, it's actually, this is something so significant. We don't really recognize them. We live everyday life based on that, right? And you see yourself as a different person, really, as you said. I was a different person, but it wasn't me at that time. Yes, yes. And and it's amazing how the soul pushes us to find those channels to become ourselves. Oh, that journey is a, a, a big one. I, I want to actually allude to the fact, right, that I think at the time that I met you, you were making a very big decision, which was returning back to Slovakia, which is where, where you're from. And that was a very big decision. Like, I mean, if I recall, everything seemed to be falling apart in your life. You know, like the only, when I, when I say falling apart, there, there were ways, but you know, what you thought life was, was no longer what, what it was. So there was, I think the term was chaos. There was chaos and you had this door to move back, which in itself was chaos because you don't know what it's like moving back. Um, and when I heard that podcast on with, with Brendan Bays just now, she, she talks about the time when she was 42 and her whole life fell apart where her husband was in love with a younger woman, the career that she was in, which is wellness. She was at the cutting edge of wellness, working with Anthony Robbins to bring this message to the world about wellness and all of that. And here she was carrying a tumor, the size of a basketball in her stomach, like, you know, everything that she believed in just was falling apart. And she had to go inwards to find what was really happening with her. And that's where all of this got birthed from. And my goodness, the, the journey from that point on was also massive. So when I when I listen to, when I remember you, I remember that chaos. Do you remember that chaos? Yes, I do, of course. But in the same time, you know, my first, my healing was really intense because I, I decided to be a journey practitioner. So uh, to, I had to proceed with my uh, accreditation. And uh, it took me a couple of months. It was like very intense for me to, to heal. Um, the, the accreditation is um, it's designed that way that you are 
or in Amsterdam in the King's Forest for one week, and you're just processing and processing and processing. So at that time, it was it felt like um, it's a chaos, but in the same time, everything is falling into a place. You know, it was everything was right. I wouldn't question myself. I would have this trust that okay, the um, everything is always working out for me, and it's it's unfolding and it's happening the way I need it. And I think even though it was just really crazy, you know, it, I had a very similar story. My uh, ex-husband fell in love with someone else and and um, suddenly here I was, you know, that safety, which is the most important thing uh, for us women uh, to mm-hmm. have was taken away from me. And yet I was there with two little children on my own in a different country. My family was not here. It was, I, I didn't really feel overwhelmed with that i was just taking mm. one step at a time and it was just happening everything was happening i made this huge decision to go back to slovakia and i had no idea why i i i knew that i'm not coming from running away from malaysia or running away from my ex-husband or running away from whatever it was not like that for me it just felt right and only when we were there and and after a year we decided to come back to malaysia Right, but yeah. that year was so important for us, and I could only see it later, many, many years later. Of course, um, it was for us to heal because it was just part of my healing journey. Kids were away from all this craziness, so they forgot they kind of had that space to heal. I already healed my childhood uh, trauma, and I was there in Slovakia, surrounded by people loving me fully it's it was just incredible to have all these people and all that love i just not that i needed it it was like so natural that it's there. it was always there actually Varin. it's just that i was not able to feel it right so it was an amazing year amazing year for for all of us for me and kids and even for my family to have me around and then of course i made a very fast quick decision to come back to Malaysia because it felt right and of course no regrets that we are here now and it was just a ne- just just the next step for me so it didn't really feel that um you know it wasn't really overwhelming it was right amazing amazing i'm 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 excited right with how how all of this falls into place and how we really have to trust that calling sometimes and you could go wrong, but there are never any mistakes in this process. At the end of the day, there's there's just lessons, lessons along the way. Yeah. So on on that note, um, do you feel that the journey is like is it is it great for all healings for all kinds of traumas, or are there, is there something specific that you feel it is it really really hones in best on? Well, it's um, it's for all kind of trauma. It's not for all the people, though. You see, everyone is ready to go maybe so deep. Or sometimes we really need to face more of that pain. Or we haven't reached that that bottom yet. And and sometimes we are just scared because we, we, we hear that it's a powerful thing. And with the journey, you have to go back and face that pain again. Okay? And that's... That's really something which, you know, made me scared. Every single time I had a journey process, I was 
I was, you know, a little bit scared or I, f- I felt tense because I didn't know what will come out. Like what other pain is still stored there? Because many times we just bury that pain deep, deep down there. So we won't remember, means it's not painful. It was like this for me, but I was reading Brandon's book. And at that time I didn't see my practitioner yet. And I was almost done with the book. And I woke up one morning and I remember something which happened to me when I was six years old. And it was, it had something to do with the sexual thing. And I was really scared and traumatized. And I just decided that I'm not going to remember this. And at that morning, I could remember it clearly, like it happened five minutes ago. And I knew that I have to face it. Even without the practitioner, I was just laying down in my bed. And I already knew about the journey process, so I could actually do it on my own. Somehow, I don't know how, wherein it was just meant to be, I guess. And I put that person who hurt me, uh, caused me that pain um, there in front of me. And I, you know, did all the talking and I told him how I felt and how, how it was for me. And somehow I managed to forgive him. And I was uh, diagnosed with endometriosis at that time. My second surgery was scheduled because uh, after two pregnancies, it came back. And uh, it was second day of my period. It was really painful, supposed to be really painful because there was that day where I would even faint. That's how painful it was. And I finished this journey process on my own. I don't even know how. And I fell asleep again. And when I woke up that day, there was no pain. There was nothing. And I realized that 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 trauma was because it was a sexual thing. It was related to my reproductive organs, right? So it was stored there. It was stored in those cells. And I actually, I was able to remove it. That's what I did. And next next month, period would come and it was absolutely not painful at all. And that is eight years ago when I didn't have to go for, for any surgery or anything. So... I, I I was not even thinking to 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 you know heal or I wasn't thinking that I can solve my physical issue with the journey process. It was just there for me. So I think when people are ready, they will find a practitioner. They will they will be doing it without thinking that it's it's there for them and it's the right thing, even though it's it's not easy. But of course, your practitioner will guide you through the whole process. And, and if you are willing to heal, it's there. There are other methods. Of course, there are many methods to help you if, if you are you know, willing to do something about your pain and if you want to grow. But journey is just one of them. But it absolutely can address any issues. I have for clients who have serious sickness, leukemia, cancer, and um, some with emotional issues. Um, and they all heal. I don't have a single case uh, where the healing was not uh, successful. So it can anything can be addressed. It, it is really very, very powerful. Yet, I want to say that it's still just a beginning because you focus on that healing, right? You're looking for something to heal, especially when you have some physical issues. But later on, you understand that it was still nothing. That healing was just like a first step for you. Then from there, you go to understand yourself, to perceive your reality differently. You see yourself in a different way. 
it's it's hard to describe. You you'll have to experience it, and then you will know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's a great beginning, and it's a great method. It's a super super powerful method if you if someone wants to heal. I think that's that's you hit the nail on the head there when it comes to you know if someone's ready if someone wants to heal because we live in a quantum world in in a world where we're all interconnected and the only thing that's holding us back from really healing and growing is self sabotage and until we we take that effort to to choose to love ourselves and or and you know push that self sabotage aside to become a much better version of ourselves and take the effort it it the universe doesn't move you it's like you've got to take that decision in this world of free choice and and then you know all the particles start to loosen up and you find a practitioner and and miracles happen it's but it's it's first of all realizing that we we really want we really 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 want this yes absolutely because i have clients you know recommended from other friends or other clients and and they have, they're like, okay, I could just get better. Something is not right. I'm not sure what. So I'll just go and see the practitioner. And then by doing this, you have to admit that something is wrong. And that is sometimes very hard for people because it means that I fail. For them, it means that they fail. And I had cases like this. They, they were longing for, for help or to change something, but that was so strong. For them, that 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 fear of, you know, being a failure, that they couldn't continue. It was it was just too much, too much for them to admit that. Or actually, you know, I have these issues, or I have some problems. They they came with that. Maybe if they if they fix other people, um, or if they know how to how to deal with other people causing them pain then they they improve but it's never the case right you you always have to pay attention to yourself it's all within you and it's all inside you so yeah absolutely yeah. i have to be to heal <laughs> <laughs> and and do you find you're able to use this wisdom on your children I, like you mentioned you you use it on on your family but do you feel a connection with your children with the journey definitely first of all I'm a totally different mom than I used to be. Um, even that is very significant already when it comes to our relationship. I'm, it's not advisable to to do a journey process for your family or for your kids. I know that um, it's not uh, recommended, but I I did it anyway because it felt right. I my sisters, my my mom, they went to see a practitioner, and then um, once I had my accreditation, I would continue. And I would do the journey for them. And many times, because we're all connected, we all come from the same place, right? Same space, same trauma. It's even generational trauma. Everything was connecting us somehow together, even with my brother and my father. Us detaching from that pain, it healed our family completely. Even though my brother or my, my dad, they didn't do journey process. But once you cut yourself from the pain they cost you, you cut other people as well. So... We, we, we have these amazing dynamics now in the family. We didn't have a single argument for a very, very long time, for many years. And we are different people, completely different people. So my kids also, they went through um, all these traumatic events, like divorce and, you know, relocation and everything. And I knew that I am able to help them 
So many times, even with my sisters, I would do a journey process for them. And then somehow I will be the person they need to talk to. Um, and suddenly I am in the process as well. And we're both crying and, you know, emptying out, talking about it and forgiving each other. So it was, it was even more powerful for, for, for us when it comes to my sister or my mom. It was like double healing. And with my kids, um, yeah, maybe sometimes we would struggle because they had to tell me how I made them feel. Of course, for them, divorce, they don't really see who left, who is responsible, who was wrong, right? And you don't want them to understand all that. That doesn't matter. But they would blame me as well, you know, for, for our family not being together. So they mm -hmm. had to talk to me while I was there. They had to express themselves and tell me that, yes, we are angry with you. And... Um, uh, me, big. yeah, me, me being there, uh, instead of me thinking, oh, I shouldn't do it that way, I should ask someone else to help them, I took it as, um, as something, you know, planned by universe. It's something which, you know, it's it's there for me, available for me, and it has to be the right thing. So I managed to, to do therapy for them many, many times. Um, my older son... He healed from many things, even when he broke his leg and it wasn't healing for two months. I did journey process and in two weeks, the bone was back to, to normal and there was a serious, serious injury. And it was all coming from, from either me or my ex-husband or from whatever they had to face. And he processed everything beautifully. And we have this kind of uh, relationship now that if, the, if something bothers him, he would come and he would tell me, mom, I'm not sure what's happening. I'm emotional or I feel like something is bubbling inside me. Can you please do a journey process for me? And knowing that he trusts me with his emotions, with his fear, with everything to share with me, it's just unbelievable because I couldn't imagine that I could have such a connection with my kids. And my younger one is still struggling a little bit, and um, it's um, it's still he's still processing stuff. He was younger; he he's coming from a different you know place than my older one. He doesn't remember us as a family, so he is dealing with different issues. And because he's still young, uh, it's uh, it's still there. But yeah, I mean, slowly he, he he's able to open up and share with me. It's just uh, it requires a different approach. <laughs> With, with him but yeah amazing i mean me being present which i never was when they were young because you know i don't know if you know enneagram i am a mind type and i'm number seven in enneagram and i will just get busy and do anything anything to run away from my fear because i will have fear of fear if it makes sense so yeah. i will be you know completely distracting myself from being present and it was another huge thing and an eye-opener for me to be there uh, when people tell you you know live in the present moment that I could not understand and even though at that time I covered that with the journey and understanding myself who I am and why am I doing this why am I afraid even then I still had no idea what that means if I compare it, you know, with what I live now and how I can be present now. So, yeah, sorry, you know, I'm talking about No, 
yeah. at all. Uh, this this is about the conversation. It's about the depth of the conversation. So I'm I'm very grateful that you're you're having this this conversation with yourself almost, and then voicing it out. I mean, this is what people relate to. It's it's the truth. You know, if there's one thing that I have got a thread through my podcast is that pain is a huge teacher. It's a huge journey of wisdom and the more we try to circle around it, the more we try to ignore it, the more we laugh, you know, we make funny jokes about pain, um, the more it's going to get stronger and it's going to want our attention. So the truth of this stuff matters. And thank you for, for sharing everything that you're sharing with me, you know, and, and the pain that your your children are going through and a lot of children out there are going through, you know, this is something that mothers themselves have a journey with. And through healing themselves, working with the child, helping the child find their healing journey. I mean, it's it's huge. So it's it's the start of something in your life that is going to unfold in a direction that's going to hit a lot of people and powerful stuff. Your, your kids, you, all of this. It's 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 to me, it's so beautiful. I I, I can't even like put it into words, but. At the same time, it's not easy. It's not, yeah. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it has so many levels to it. You see, it, when you think that you have uncovered something, it's even, I mean, every trauma, because of those unhealthy beliefs and, and how deep you have to go, it has so many layers. And, and you understand yourself on different levels while you go through this journey, right? It's it's complicated. Like when you think that you already know and and you got it, then you go further and then you understand even more about about yourself, about that pain. And and you go so deep that you could never imagine you could go. Right. Like for me, being a victim. Mm-hmm. And I healed beautifully. And for last many years, last eight years, my life is just amazing, right? I'm I'm living fully yet small things will just come up and on on that surface and i will touch it and immediately i recognize that okay that that is there is still something i need to you know work with or like for me being a victim the way i introduce myself like like few years back right when i would just introduce myself as you know or the single parent with two kids and all that when you know yourself and you pay attention to every single detail, what you say, how you feel, you will know if there is if there is still something holding you back. You know, just introducing yourself yeah. a certain way. You know that why are you saying that? Why why do you still feel like a victim? Why people need to know that? This is absolutely not important to for, to them, right? But yet, so, it's out of your mouth. Hold on, hold on. yes. <laughs> then it's okay it's fine okay so what okay so i i realize that i have that and then i decide to clear that and then i move on no big deal but i'll never get cocky and i'll never never say that okay i got it all and it's all covered because even though you cover your traumas and your pain for me that longing to know who i am was something which um was driving me every single day for last couple of years since pandemic started started pandemics but i would just go into meditations and 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 see 
you know, even deeper. It's that's why when I tell you that it was just a beginning, um, it it's it because it was right. So you don't have to. I don't want them. I don't want people to think that okay, it's a constant healing. No, I don't feel like I need to heal more. And um, I know that me being a practitioner, it was a huge part of my healing because every client would just represent a little bit of my pain for me, no matter what issues they had. And I have clients with crazy stories, but you would think, oh, it has nothing to do with you. Yet I believe that every single client was there for me to to be part of that healing. And it, I believe that there is only one consciousness and I come from this consciousness. It's just me. There is no one here, no one else here. It's just me. And everyone in my life is my creation. So if I create you and you come to me as a client, I create you for myself. You are me. So it was like telling myself certain things or healing myself again and again all the small things with every single client. And somehow, Warren, I feel that I'm fine. And I I don't really want to continue doing that because I feel that for me, I want to, of course, I still want to learn who I am and I want to go to, to further, you know, but not necessarily through pain or through, through healing. I want to go gently. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know if you know what I mean. You know, growth, growth. Yeah, right. Who I am. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I know that I won't be doing this for a long time. I'm actually I'm slowly withdrawing, and I'm more into teaching people how to how to recognize that if there is something holding them back, and how to create their reality, how to perceive their reality, which is I think next step for me, knowing that it's it's just me here. There is everything around me, everything in my life is created by me, and it's it's practically me. Um, that's a totally different approach. That's amazing. That's amazing because see, I I I feel that personality that was sitting on those wounds is such a different person to who you truly are, and. Here you are now, you know, with all of that cleared away and you're becoming who you really are and you're embracing a new career, a new way of being based on that true you. And it's this is going to be naturally you, you know, it's going to manifest. It's it's not going to be as hard. The struggle is not going to be there because you you are you're, you're it's on a platform that is love, that's compassion for yourself, that that is is truth. So. Wow, I'm I'm excited, Katerina. This is a great catch up. <laughs> I'm excited. Thank you, darling. Yes, I'm excited too, but I'm always excited. So, wow, it's, that's um, good. That's, excitement is good through through it all. Excitement is good because life has got to be an adventure. That adrenaline is what keeps us going. So you know, with with all the changes that happen in your daily life, um, well, not your daily life, throughout your life, right? There's been so much change. Do you have any daily practices that ground you? Any anything that you know you you have to do on a daily basis? Um, maybe it's getting good sleep, making sure you eat well. Um, what 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 it is that makes you good oh, on a daily basis? Oh well, even that was a journey for me. Understanding. <laughs> physical right because i believe that i am in this physical whatever 
this avatar I have. And if we are not in our physical, we are pure energy, divine, whatever you call it, universe, God, doesn't matter, that consciousness, right? And for me, being in this physical, I had maybe two or three years when I was really flying somewhere, you know, discovering all that energetic me, energy me. And um, I I wasn't paying my attention to my 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 physical, my reality, not consciously somehow it was it was necessary i think at that time so understanding that i can be i can live this life i can be this physical i am here to experience what i would not be able to experience experience as this energy right because that's how we come to this physical to be able to touch things or to be able to to hug someone or, or kiss your child this is i'm so aware of of this and I think when when I talk about living fully, you know, being present fully, that's what I meant. So every single thing I do from morning till night would I would be aware of it. I would be just so grateful that not for that cup of coffee on my table, for me being able to hold that cup of coffee, you know, that that ability to be this physical and live this life is just it's just so wonderful. It feels so wonderful. It's so much um, gratitude there. So I wake up in the morning and I used to be very particular about my routine. And, and you know, I was, it was coming from my childhood, right? You have to wake up early and do all your whatever. Now I'm just so easy about everything. If I feel like waking up early because I want to have this special time before kids wake up, right? Which normally, that's normally the case. I want to have for half an hour, one hour, two hours, it doesn't matter. I wake up early and it's me time. I love it. But if I wake up late and my kids are already up, it's it's going to be a wonderful day too. It doesn't mean that I missed my meditation or I missed my morning ritual, then something will go wrong. No, I will I will I will do other things. I will either meditate later or I won't. I will have coffee in the afternoon just on my own or I won't have it. I'll be there with kids straight away when I wake up. It's amazing that they are already there, even though they are fighting or trying to kill each other. It doesn't matter. I have them, right? And being able to to have kids and being a mom, that is just gratitude again, even though things are different than yesterday. So I don't have a particular routine, but I love to be grateful and write my gratitude uh, um, in the morning, and I would say thank you for everything uh, happened that day, even though things didn't happen yet, right? It's still six o'clock in the morning. I would be already grateful for, you know, everything. Everything went the way I wanted. Everything was working out for me. And with that, with that writing or without me writing that, uh, I know that everything will be fine and everything will just go the way I want because I don't have another option there. You see, I don't put another option available. So mm. for my physical, same thing. If I wake up um, with a um, little bit of back pain or whatever because I would sleep in a funny position, I would consciously decide that it's uh, not there and my body knows exactly what to do to correct it or, you know, running nose. No, it, it takes 15, 20 minutes. I won't even remember. I won't pay attention to it because it's my own creation. I know that I'm able to, I'm in charge. See, I, I consciously decide how is it going to be. That's how I create my reality these days. 
So I'm not a particular routine yet. I love to be on my own as much as I was a social butterfly last time. <laughs> it feels good. It's uh, it's wonderful when I have people around, but it's wonderful when it's just me. And, uh, you know, I just love to have this time to get in touch with with, with me, with real me, with that divine energy. It feels good. So simple as that. Yeah, I mean that's that's beautiful. That's that's I I love I love the the space that that's cre- that creates in in your life. Um, you know, you you realize you're not in control of anything, and yet there's a silence, there's a peace. It's ma- amazing. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Katrina. And on on this note, right, of everything that you've shared, how can someone find you? How can they reach you and find out more about you if they wanted to work with you? Well, I would um, I would ask them to see the the journey uh, website and if it resonates with them uh, uh, they can um, they can find me on instagram on on facebook you see i don't really put any effort to look for clients um, <laughs> like that yeah somehow people mm-hmm. know me. Um, uh, i am not listed on the journey uh, website um, at the moment because um, there are some rules that you have to attend certain courses to be listed there. Of course, you still are practitioner, journey practitioner. You have the license to do it, but I don't have any any website or anything to promote my work because somehow I'm already busy with all the clients I have and it, it didn't feel like it's it's necessary to, to do anything. But yes, um, I am out there, for, of course, all my contacts and, and, all, and my phone. Um, phone number and everything uh, if people are interested. Okay, so I will I will place your Instagram and Facebook details in the captions of this podcast if anyone would like to reach out to you personally to find out more about your work. Um, and do you have any closing advice for anyone on the journey of healing today? Well, start with the healing because I know there are a lot of methods out there that uh, teach you how to create your reality, how to be who you are. But if you ask me, would I be, would it be possible for me to create my reality the way I do it now without healing all that pain holding me back? I don't think so. I'm sure there are people who can do it, definitely, you know, learn the technique and just create. But when it's some, when you have something significant, like significant trauma holding you back, uh, heal first. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to yourself. That is a great start. Uh, and slowly you really get to that understanding of who you really are and that freedom, you know, you're longing for because it's not a transformation wherein it's coming back to who we are, knowing who yes. yes. Well said. I, I, I couldn't agree more. It's so it's so true. It's the, the soul is just guiding us back to who we truly are. And then we build from there. Yes. Absolutely. You don't have to be anyone or do anything. It's all that available for you. It's just knowing that, you know, who you are and you have all the answers. You know what to do. It's Everything is there. You already have everything. It's not like you are finding yourself or, or, or finding something. Yes. Yes. And you understand you, you already have it and it's easy, right? If I have it, then 
I have it. I use it. Simple as that. Sometimes it's uh, it's really simple, but um, it's complicated how we get to that simple. <laughs> when I see it. true, true, the mind, the mind, the mind, and the heart. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just go down, go down from your mind to your heart, and uh, once you understand your mind and all the tricks your mind is trying to play with you, and um, even just that understanding, because your mind will never really fully stop, okay? Your mind will still try. Your mind will tell you in the morning that you have a headache and and your mind will reason with you and knows that, okay, you will have to take Panadol, you have to do certain exercises or yoga, whatever, then it will go away. And it will just give you all this, which is absolutely not necessary because you have this power to decide what is there and what is not right and when you ignore your mind then slowly your mind will give up you know putting all these scenarios for you and then you train your mind not to do it anymore and you just go you know within and you feel healthy because you know that this avatar this body know exactly what to do you can just help it sometimes yes okay we have all these crutches we, we take panadol we take you know, we do other things, but it's absolutely possible uh, to do it on your own. Yeah, you're so powerful. We are so powerful. But it's just sometimes it's frustrating to to see that people don't know that. And maybe that's my next thing to teach them, to show them how powerful we are. Yay! <laughs> Yay! That sounds great, Katerina. Really, really wonderful stuff. I'm, I, I wish you all the best in that adventure to, to empower others. And on that note, thank you so much for your time today. I hope you have a lovely day, a lovely week, and do keep in touch. I look forward to having you back on the podcast when, you know, when the time is right once again. So I will look forward to hearing about your work. Thank you again. Thank you so much so for much. having me. And I really hope to see you soon. You take care. Yes. Bye for now. Much love. Bye for now. Bye bye.